Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I kind of arranged this one on last minute, so I'm, I'm thinking it's going to go well. I have, I mean, because I have a legend with me on the phone. Um, someone who's really looked at in the ufology community as, as being the real, the real McCoy, a legit contactee. You know, someone who has a lot of experience in, in this field of alien contact. And, you know, he may not understand everything that's going on around him, but He's definitely experiencing this stuff on a um, firsthand basis. The beings, or he doesn't even like to call them aliens, because we don't know where they're from. They have told him things, and they've come true. Who I'm talking about is none other than Dave Eckhart. He, like I said, he's a, a world-renowned contactee, and I'm so glad for him to join my show. Dave, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. And, I'm uh, so thankful for you to join me tonight. I know you're busy with work and and family life and stuff so i won't keep you long but um can you so my audience gets to know like how did this all start out for you like how, how did the whole contact experience like come into your life it really started back when i was about 18 years old uh, i me and some friends were out in the woods and we uh ran across the uh an entity out in the woods we've seen the ufo the craft and everything and uh and uh, I was just joking about it. And I said, look, guys, a UFO, you know, we didn't have, never talked about it. I was about 18 and uh, and uh, we were gonna build a fire. We built a fire and everything. And this orb was going through the woods and uh, we thought it was somebody with a flashlight at first, but it was far from it. And uh, when I, I gave chase to this thing through the woods and uh, this orb of light and it's about the size of a softball. And uh, I chased it for about maybe 15 or 20 minutes. And then uh, it went down into the water where this pond was at. And uh, and uh, I was poking at it when the guy that brought us out there to the woods first time, you know, when I came here to um, Pensacola, Florida. And uh, he, he wanted to leave. So we decided to try to find the car, <laughs> which was, uh, we was chasing this thing. So you lose your way to the woods. And uh, that's when we ran to uh, uh, one of these alien grays. When I first saw him, I didn't know if it was a, a a deer or an owl or somebody with a mask on, and I yelled to my friends, which was just right behind me, and uh, it took off running. So I gave chase after it, and I could clearly outrun it. I run right up to him, and uh, it's like I could have tackled him, but I couldn't bring myself to do it. And it's like because I didn't know if it could hurt me or what, but I could smell him and everything else. And uh, what did he smell like? When he had like the, when the breeze was breaking off of him, it sort of like had an ether smell to him. Uh, it like, 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 because uh, they say that those grays, like, they say that they absorb. Um, I've done research on them, obviously, like you have, and I they say that they, um, they, uh, they get their nutrients through their skin. So that's what, so I, I find it so, so interesting that you said you could smell them because I don't know if they take, you know, I'm sure you've heard of cattle mutilations over the years and stuff. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. you know, you think, I, I don't know, they might be the ones responsible for cattle mutilations, them and the reptilians. I, I don't know. If I had to guess, it's them or it's the government coming up, coming up with something trying to make it look like it's them. But I think the more, more than likely it's them. Like, I, what do you think? I, I think it's uh, the reptilians. Uh, you you had to notice what's always missing from these uh, cattle mutilations: the blood, first of all, and then uh, all the sensory organs. Everything you know, the eyes, the tongue, you know, the the genitals, the the rectum, you know, all the, all these sensory organs are all missing. Now, what I seen when I on the other side, this stuff would be on the black market for sale, and they would have doctors install it on them. Uh, maybe it's 
I, I've seen I've seen some pretty wild stuff over there. I've seen uh, reptilians with human female bodies. Uh, with their what, heads what do you mean when you say? What do you mean on the other side? Like you mean like you've been through like on another dimension? A portal, yeah. They carried me through many times. They, uh, as a matter of fact, they was taking me over there to do surgery. I mean, I was uh, diagnosed with uh, rheumatoid arthritis. I didn't know what arthritis was, but it's like the worst kind you can have. But they found it important enough to uh, fix me. So, and that's, uh, I went that, through, That's amazing. Yeah, it's uh, it's been. I haven't had no problem in in fourteen years now. And uh, still going strong, but uh, yeah, they had to go through a bunch of channels in order to get uh, surgery okay. And finally, the last guy said, "Let's do it," you know. But they had to sell me off to them as the idea to uh, to fix me. And uh, they they repaired all the joints and everything. I mean, they I got to watch the surgery as it was going on <laughs> too. It was like, and uh, was it the Grays doing the surgery, or was it the reptilians, or they, or who's in the hierarchy here? Who's in control? What you the, say? The, what I noticed is the reptilians are in control of everything. They they uh they run everything like a Nazi prison camp. You know, it's like everybody's scared of them. They uh you know they there's whole different groups, but then but when the reptilians show up, everybody's like they fear them and they bow down to them. You know, so uh but they are at war with somebody too. So I don't know who it is, but I just old, overheard them talking about it. And yes, they do speak English. That, that's something I heard you say in other interviews, like which is weird because other people say they speak telepathically, but you but you think maybe they're 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 able to because their 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 brains are so advanced that it comes out as English, but really because that that's like their advanced knowledge or something. I I, I have I have no idea, but every every since from the beginning I, they do uh, use like a telepathy some of them are the gurus at it some of it I think is an implant that they put in because they don't always get it right what I'm thinking and, uh, and I learned to build a you know keep my mind rolling so they don't know what I'm thinking and uh, so I learned how to do that but but they are speaking with their mouths to me I mean uh, one night when they came into my bedroom there was a female reptilian and she had a little reptilian. He wasn't the same breed as her, but he was definitely like a reptilian. And uh, they brought my kids down from upstairs and they crisscrossed them at the end of my bed. It was a king size bed. And uh, and uh, I sat up in bed and uh, the smaller reptilian guy that was standing next to the female, he says, does this bother you? And I says, oh, I didn't want to blow it. So I said, no, I, I trust you. And uh, they turn around and start walking out to the portal. And I said, why are you doing this? And the female put her finger up and she starts waving it. Be all because you're special. And they picked up the whole bed, took nine of them, took nine big reptilians to pick up my entire bed and carry it through the portal, Stargate. And, Holy yeah. shit, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, get the bed, you know, rock it back and forth. And my wife is like out and my kids are out and I'm like, I'm sitting up in my bed and it's like, oh my God, this is happening. <laughs> but uh, me and my and, wife. Was and, and just so the people know, Factor Faked came out to your house, right? And they did a whole investigation and they were pretty harsh skeptics to other people. And they came away with the conclusion that something was happening at your house, right? Absolutely. And so did uh, Outcast Paranormal. They came out investigating. They're coming back with more equipment. It's like, you got a living laboratory here, man. It's like, you don't, I, I just can't believe it. They they suffered a little bit when they uh, left here. They told me that everybody was su suffering from severe depression and everything. I guess it just it shocked the hell out of them what was going on. 
So now, um, do you but, think that they're they're have your families having like the normal abduction experience? Like, do you think they're being like experimented on or like um, you know, like the Greys they they take like DNA from people and stuff like that? Like, have you noticed that or is that do you think oh, that's yeah, more yeah. propaganda or or what, what's going on with that? No, I'm sure they're testing a lot of people, but when they come and get something from me, from me, uh, they they know exactly what they're coming for. They're they're uh, they're not no experimentation they they know exactly what they're doing and what they're coming for uh so yeah and i have a lot of missing time i mean a lot of missing time <laughs> so and uh i used to be able to stay awake a lot better but they said they really heavy now so uh but i think they're using your pineal gland in your brain to uh use your own body against you you know it's like it's like it's not like being drugged it's not even like being getting any sleep at all uh i'm so groggy when i come out of it you know it's like all of a sudden it's like i'm gone and then next thing you know bam i'm coming back out of it because they're probably uh flooding your pineal gland with that dmt because they say when we right. um when they release the our brains release dmt and what's interesting you know i never shared this on the podcast is my fr- friend of mine got a hold of some dmt one time and he wanted me to try it and i i tried it because i've tried i've tried psychedelics before and it, it didn't i didn't go to another dimension or anything but you know, I've heard that, you know, but when they flood your brain with DMT, that's where it comes from, the pineal gland, that you can go to other dimensions and other very realms and portals and stuff like that. Like, do you think that's what they're doing? Do you think they're accessing DMT or something? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I think that, or, or, or in addition to something, because I did DMT with Outcast Paranormal. I wanted to find out if uh, the little people that everybody reports, you know, while they're on DMT, if this is the same people, and uh, they're not, these people are purple. And uh, when I'm on DMT, I left my body. I left my body through my ears, and uh, everything was. If that's you know, we even had a brainwave uh, scanner on there, and you go flatline when you uh, when you peek out. As soon as you peek out, you you go flatline. But my this brain is was amazing. Living. So wait a minute, this outcast paranormal. I've never heard of them. I got to give a shout out to them, whoever they are. Let's go over this again. They had you actually experiment with DMT, and then you guys what put it on TikTok or what? Yeah, it's uh, well, it's coming out in a documentary, and uh, that I did for them, and, and uh, they yeah, they're still putting it together. They're going through all the footage and stuff. Did and, you meet uh, the machine elves in the in the DMT realm? Did you meet the machine elves? Is that what they, that's I, what they call them? Really, I talked to somebody because I came up to this this conduit tunnel thing up into this room and it had like handrails going all the way around it and and then he said what are you doing here i said i told you i'm coming to see you and uh <laughs> they said what do you want i said you know what i want and then they started downloading me with information but i'm looking at this guy that was laying on this table and i swear it looked like me uh but it looked like it was uh, a guy in the mr mre or mri machine and uh had wires hooked up so I started thinking, so man, maybe this is all a simulation. Wow, that's <laughs> so, so, so trippy. That's so trippy because that, that makes a lot of sense, man, because like maybe we are in a simulation because did you ever notice there's like glitches in the matrix? Like there's like the Mandela effect, like stuff that we um, heard of when we were kids. Well, you know, like whether it be sayings or it'll be like, um, you know, shit from movies and stuff like that. It's not yeah. the same. Like, it, like, you know, the whole Luke, I am your father thing. Now it's Luke. I'm your father. Like just little changes. Did you ever hear that the Mandela effect? Uh, yeah, I've, uh, yeah. Just like I, I swore there was three, uh, 
three sections in the car that when John F. Kennedy got shot, and then it shows only two, but not, and the video footage I see now, it shows that the driver is actually the guy who shot the president. I mean, he, he used the mirror and put the gun on his shoulder and shot him that way. Uh, that's, Do you think that's, that's who it was? Because yeah, I, think I, it was the driver. <laughs> I think it was the driver because it, he must have practiced a long time because I, when I, I kept watching it over and over and the driver, I swear to God, takes takes him, puts the gun on his right on his right shoulder with his left hand, and uses the mirror and shoots the president. Uh, well, not I, I, you're not the only person I've heard say that. I've heard other people say that, and um, really? you know, because I've heard I've heard people say that you know it couldn't have been Oswald, you know, because like, right. but I, I but I heard that they extradited Oswald to Russia. Some people said that that he, that he had like a life in Russia. Because I looked mm -hmm. into that case as well, and I heard that. You know, he had a life in Russia and when after, you know, it shows him getting arrested on TV and stuff like that or, you know, like whenever this all happened, I was born in 1980, so I'm 41, but, you know, so I, I, it, it, but they show, you know, when, when you see the footage, you see him getting arrested and stuff like, I think right. they just took him out and they, 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 uh, you know, probably sent him to Russia or something like that, you know, and he was depended on him. He actually thought he was going to try to save the president. That's why he was waiting. He's going to shoot the shooter that was shot. Was going to because they knew there was a hit that was going to be on them. The CIA went got to him because he was a sharpshooter and said, we need your help. But he's going to be the fall guy the whole time. And so he actually believed he was going to save the president. So and then they wow. set him up. Uh, so that. That's what was going on with that. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Um, you know, you, you, when you, you saw that experience when you were like 18, before all these start experiences happening, before you, you know, all this, you, you, there was a point where the, 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 the activity started to ramp up before you got the way before you got with this outcast panel, before you got with Lon Strickler from Phantoms and Monsters. That's how I found out about you, by the way, I'll give a big shout out to Lon Strickler. He's a, awesome guy i look up to him like he's a he's a legend in this paranormal ufo field but anyway um i uh what i wanted to say was you moved to like gulf breeze florida so what i was wondering was you said that in one interview that you were living in gulf breeze florida so just two questions first of all did you know that there was all those sightings in gulf breeze and then secondly did the phenomena move with you from house to house have you lived in different houses and the phenomena has always followed you Correct. Uh, and uh, when I first moved to Gulf Breeze, I didn't know it was a UFO hotspot. And uh, but uh, I knew I knew about people that would go and sit down at the you know at these parks that would sky watch. And uh, the, the mayor didn't like that. Neither did the city council. So they set up the uh, what's his name Ed Walters. They set up a, a a model paper model UFO in his house after he moved out, which is a bunch of bull crap, because uh, I seen three of those crafts myself. And uh, yeah, so they did, they just wanted to make it look bad. So everybody quit coming to Gulf Breeze. It was a quiet little town at one time, but, uh, but that that was uh, what was going on at that time. But uh, yeah, I remember it being on the Art Bell show. Art Bell was like, you know, that radio host. And uh, I remember he called like the Gulf Breeze sightings and, and stuff like that. But um, so what, what? So when when did it start ramping up? Would you say like? Well, it started uh, when I was getting ready to move uh, to uh, Milton, Florida, about maybe a year before things started happening around the house, you know. But I really never put nothing to it, and uh, 
But what started you, happening around the house? Like, what were the first like signs? Like, it showed you well, something wrong. Well, I came home from work one evening, and uh, my wife was cooking in the kitchen, and I went in there and see what she was cooking, and went go sit down on the couch, and this thing came out of the kitchen, and it looked like a figure of a human being, and it had all these bouncing balls that looked like inside of it, and it went down the hallway and into my bedroom. I'm like, what the heck was that? I said, I just sat down too fast, you know, and uh, and that was like the first thing. I never thought too much of it at that. I just thought it was weird. And then, uh, and then my son seen a, a, a portal open up in uh, the bathroom, and he's like, he was kind of freaked out about it. And and then uh, we seen one, but we didn't think much of it. And it's like, you know, like, did we really see that? But you know, just kind of just little things like that, and would hear, you know, you know. And did things. did you believe in anything at this point in time, or were you pretty much off to the paranormal? Or- I was. I was uh, just started my business at that time. I was so busy. I didn't have time to uh, even, you know, deal with it or even think about it. But I did buy that house in Gulf Breeze right by the woods that uh, I had my first experience because I wanted the kids to play out in the woods too, you know. Um, but and my neighbors told me that there was a craft that flew over all the houses over one time and he followed it down the road uh, right over the houses. And so real slow. Um, Dude, so that, that's pretty amazing. Didn't yeah. you see one time where you said you saw like a two mile wide craft or something like that, or two mile yeah. long craft? Yeah, I think it was that craft that was over there in California, or uh, uh, that really big one. What was that in two thousand? Uh, no, uh, ninety-eight or nine, ninety-nine, something right around there. Well, that, well there yeah. was a mass abduction, and um, there was. If you if you want to know about this, if I I had Daryl Sims on my show, as you know, I'm sure he's that alien abduction guy. And uh, he, he's, uh, they call him the alien hunter. And he talks about this mass abduction that happened in 1992, where these people were taken from multiple states. So that's how you can tell it's a, you know, it's a, it's a real phenomenon, you know, not just, you know, when I, when I hear that people are being taken from multiple states and they all have the same experience and then they have marks on their body and then, you know, they can tell each other's story and then they remember each other from being on the craft and, and there's so right. much more experience than that. That Daryl Sims guy, he found alien fluorescence on people. He uh, he found like um, it, mm-hmm. he runs a black light over them, and you can tell where they were touched by the alien because he finds the fluorescence. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, did you ever did you ever find any of that on your butt? You know, or you... Uh, no? But I can see scars under a black light. You know, flu- uh, black uh, fluorescent light. You can see scars. You know, you capture them on there. It looks like I've had heart surgery and everything else. But uh, uh, I'm a very healthy person. But these guys, they keep me healthy for some reason. But uh, well, I think uh, it's maybe to get your message out because maybe this goes into what's going on with disclosure. Like, I don't know if you knew about this. I'm sure you heard because, but you're you work all the time. This is um, one thing is like I can tell you don't look for fame because you put your nose in your work and you're always working. Like, and it's uh, not like you want you know, like UFO fame or anything like that. So that's how one I could tell something was really real with you because you don't really search for that. But what, what I was getting into with that is maybe I think the aliens have picked certain people to give messages to that they exist because our government isn't doing it. And it has to get in with the disclosure thing. Like lately, the government put out a slow week of disclosure. They, they were supposed to come out with the COVID-19 report. For some reason, it had to do with that. They had a certain amount of time where they had to disclose, you know, something. I don't know if you heard about this. Then it came mm-hmm. out with a disclosure report, and it was real weak. So 
I wanted to get your opinions on that. And then also, it makes me think that they're they're trying to get their message out to people like you. So your story's told and that the perception of aliens or whatever they are is different. So people know they exist. Do you think that's possible? Uh, right. That it's the older crowd of the uh, of the entities or or I, I call them people or entities, but uh, they they don't really want disclosure. But it's the younger crowd, uh, the younger generation. You know, uh, you know, would be I guess would be in the twenties or or teenagers and stuff like that. They're excited for it. They they pushing for it. And uh, so yeah, they want the message out. The the younger generation. So they want disclosure. They want to be able to integrate with us. Um, wow. Do you think, do you see that happen? Because I know they gave you like, this is another thing I wanted to get into. They gave you premonitions or produce, some people call them predictions, whatever you want to call it. And they right. came through. Could you talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, the very first one I got is what was uh, is starting to happen now. It's uh, the very first one. I, when I, I guess they, they told me about after the surgery, they showed me what was going to happen and uh it's happening now and uh so the second one i got was like uh for the tsunami that hit japan two weeks before that happened i called up my sister told her to write it down in the calendar and it's like she okay okay she got thought it's kind of weird for it but two weeks goes by and boom it happened and uh because what i i overheard him talking about it they didn't tell me about that directly but there's they was talking about and he's going to go watch it the flooding up north at that time the bp oil spill one week before that happened um uh, and just you know little things and i would get stuff about they would tell me about what's going to happen hell they told me uh they was talking about when factor fake was going to come to my house uh years before it happened <laughs> so uh but they uh they got some information wrong on that but but knowing the future changes the future you know what i'm saying yeah so that that's a hard time, a hard thing to tell somebody the future because it changes it just by knowing it. So yeah, that, that that's 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 a, I see what you're saying. That makes a lot of sense. So what what's what, who's all in this? Like, if you were to say like we talked about the Greys and reptilians, but you hear a lot of people talk a lot of times about Nordic aliens, like ones that look like Nordics, and then you hear praying mantis, and uh, and then um, even Sometimes people even put Bigfoot in that category. What, would you, what, do you, what do you think about all three of those different entities right there? They, you know? they, they all in cahoots with each other. Bigfoot works for them. Uh, there's even uh, what is it called Cyclops. But, but they look like a Bigfoot, but they're more like white or, or silverish looking with uh, one eye in the middle of their head. Uh, there is, uh, I, I call it raccoon people. Um, they... they uh, they got dark around their eyes and everything. They look like raccoons. Uh, there's lion people I've seen. Um, I guess they're more feared. Uh, they're they're more on the up and up, you know, as far as being level-headed. Uh, but I have only seen them like one week, one time, only one week. But I haven't seen them again. But uh, there's and there's all kinds of different kinds of reptilians. Uh, and there's even a gecko-looking guy too that the reptilians eat <laughs> they'll eat their brains i swear to god they will oh my uh, god yeah they yeah they, they'll paralyze them and, and then uh they'll cut open their head and peel back the skull and they'll the brains are a delicacy uh but 
I so swear. Do you think they, these beings are working with our government underground bases? Or what? I, I think yeah. you listened to a show you did with Lon Strickler, and you were talking a little bit about underground bases. What do you think our government's connection is with these beings? Uh, we're doing business with them, definitely. Uh, yeah, we're doing business with them. And you know, I guess the, the government kind of looks at them as demonic because they're kind of spooky looking, some of them, you know. It's, uh, and I can't say that they're demons or demonic or whatever they are, but the, they seem to love their children. I mean, they really, really love the children. They celebrate them. I mean, that's everything to them. And uh, they, it seems like they love the children more than humans love their children. But uh, So you uh, mean in a good way, not like like satanic, yeah. they want to kill them type way. Right. No, they, they, they really love them. I mean, they celebrate them. Uh, they really do. Uh, they, they're like super happy if they get a baby, you know, so. Uh, so yeah. do you think this whole contact thing is is becoming more of like a like a positive experience like like to, to say that these these be and our government is is trying to make it look like they're bad for control purposes uh yeah the, i i think the only really bad group would be the reptilians and uh i think i think maybe they want us to uh disclosure and integrate with us so we could help them fight the <laughs> um but some of the reptilians are, are nice too. It's like going to a shopping mall and saying that everybody in that shopping mall is bad, you know, because they're all humans. But but no, they got they're just like us. They conduct themselves like us. There's some good ones. There's some bad ones. You know, there's some ones that you know, uh, just really pleasant. You know, but you notice all, they have emotions. They have emotions like us. Yeah, they they do, but not not. It doesn't seem to be as strong. They they put more. Uh, logic into things they they're not as creative as us they don't yeah. seem to be creative so um but that's that's what give us an advantage on everything but they know all of our weak spots they've been watching us and studying us for years so they know all of our blind spots our weak spots everything they use your own emotions against you um yeah i've so. heard that they they feed i i i've heard that like and it's in ancient some ancient religious texts like if you ever read like the Gnostic texts, not religious texts, but the Gnostic texts are like a, they were like a break off, like a, you know, they talked about these, these things they call the rulers, they call them archons. I don't know if you ever heard of that, but they call them the archons. And um, people think the archons could have been related to like aliens, you know, and they said that the archons um, were, um, you know, like control, controllers, where, wherever we were going with that. I can't remember what I just said. I was, I went off onto another, um, uh, path but um you also said they can cloak themselves like they could be around us and we wouldn't even know it right that's right uh they except for the cloaking uh, ability they can't see through their own cloaking ability so when they they turn it down so you you can see their eyes you know they open up their eyes and they're invisible you just see the eyes you know it's like and uh, Dr. Mutual Kaku said the same thing he's a theoretical physicist father of uh string theory oh yeah yeah hell yeah, yeah. i knew yeah is the, the parallel universes and parallel worlds right that's right that's right and he said when we invent invisibility says you will not be able to cover your eyes and it's like how does he know that because these guys can't cover their eyes with it because he said you won't be able to see through it and uh i've seen some really crude uh invisibility cloaking of the uh devices and which like maybe the first style which would be really bulky kind of suit but and I've seen some of the, the more high-tech ones, which, like, yeah, so they can cloak out 
Yeah, they'd be standing right next to you. You can smell them and everything. You sense that they're there, but you just can't see them. But I learned how to see them. After 20 years of working with it, I can see them now. You know, it's like. How do you do that? Uh, you, you just can see the, the, the uh, you, you ever see that movie, The Predator? Yeah, yeah. That, that's what they'll look like to me. They'll, they'll, they'll look like that. And you'll see the distortion. And, like and the heat signature, like a heat signature almost, right? Yeah, almost, and and I got I got that caught on camera too. The that distortion and uh, you know what? Outcast Paranormal sent me uh, or left me this uh, radiation detector, and uh, every time a portal opens up, it detects this radiation. It's like a like a, a, a what do they call that? Like a helium radiation or whatever or gas radiation, but it's topped out at sixty one. Your normal background radiation hits around ten to uh, twelve or thirteen uh clicks but it's just hitting on 61 uh there's like the highest it's ever been so something pretty big opened up when uh i was least expected <laughs> so wow but, uh, and then yeah, do you so, think you you've experienced ghosts and stuff too and poltergeists like do you think like that this was them do you think they can double as ghosts or demons if they want to like and because yeah. there's good ones and bad ones you know that's right yeah and uh they scare of each other they'll hide out in houses and stuff like that because they're they've done something wrong or, or somebody's hunting them down or they're scared or whatever uh these and they'll they'll make it look like it's a haunted house uh yeah and, and i've matter of fact uh, i'm doing a case for a guy right now I'm, I'm looking into he sent me some pictures of this thing it looked like one single ghost but uh i dissected the the photo and it turns out to be five of these entity looking guys and uh i never seen them before uh it's kind of spooky looking too but i'm gonna post that on tiktok um yeah we but your your name's dave eckhart on tiktok right yeah yeah david you should eckhart, start a eckhart. youtube channel too like and then have your stuff on youtube too because i then i mean i know i've seen the um and if anybody hasn't seen it i know there's the picture of the alien in your room and that's amazing because you can tell that's real like there's no fake in that. Like it's a green alien. He's like green looking or something, or you can't yeah. tell because the, the camera's weird, but like, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely real. And I, I was, when I saw that, I was like, Holy shit, man. Like, um, this is like, this is the real deal. Um, so I don't want to take up too much of your time, but like, what else have you seen? Like on these, on these other, on this other dimension, like a, a other por portal, like um, portals. Uh, well, um, but that was when every time I went through, it was like down in these caverns, like underground stuff, and uh, and there's huge, huge caverns, like and still being worked on. And uh, there's bullet trains down there, there's subway cars down there, there's uh, somewhere supplying them. The government has to be supplying, but I've, I've been in rooms that have doors on it, like you would see in a school building or a cafeteria, you know, you, you or a hospital, you know, you just push the handle and, it, and it's a real long handle, and you go and you use your hip to open them up. Uh, I've been in clean rooms. I've uh, see. It makes me think we're being lied to, and it makes me think because I've seen. There's a lady on um, YouTube. Her name. She has a real interesting name. Her name is Reptilian Hybrid Housewife. I know that sounds funny, but that's what she calls her. Say it's a catchy name, you know. Right. But she showed some pictures of some underground cities. Now I'm not just talking about under. You know, like she's talking. She showed these underground cities, and then she showed potential entrances to them. And anybody who wants to go look and look on her page and it's amazing like they've interviewed like truckers going down there and they said where are you going and they, they won't say and only people have certain access to these roads and then these underground cities look like, like immaculate and it makes me think like 
or possibly being lied to because if there's a cataclysm, then they're going to only save the ones who are lucky enough to go down there. Right. Who can afford it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a, you know, Russia's got a, a underground facility for every citizen in their country. United States don't. <laughs> so Does Russia have that? That's amazing. That, yeah, that, that's, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, the, the technology they have down there, they, they have simulation of rain, sunshine, clouds, uh, weather control systems. They got their own tennis courts, uh, their own uh, swimming pools, their their shopping malls. I mean, it's it's set up down there. I mean, I, I haven't seen that personally, but uh, I have talked to people that is giving me, you know, the ideas of it. And it says then when you go down in this one tunnel that they have the rabbit from Alice in Wonderland down there. And that's what it says is welcome to Wonderland. And <laughs> so uh, wow. That's amazing. I never knew that. That's like, it's like mind blowing because I know it's here. We just think about bases like Dolce, New Mexico and stuff like that. And, you know, we heard about the reptilians being below, but now I'm starting to put it together that there's more going on underground than we know. And, you know, there used to be like a native American elder who would come on the art bell show and he would talk about it. He talked about how like some of these aliens would feed off our energy. Have you ever heard of that? Yes, yeah, and uh, that's quite possible. It's it's quite possible because I've seen things that look like that's going. That's, that, I guess they call them succulents or something like that. But, uh, but yeah, yeah. He he said they have things set up like I don't know how true this is. This is just funny to talk about. His name was his name was Red Elk. He died. Rest in peace. He he was awesome. He was a good guest on the Art Bell Show. But he would come on and he said that he said these reptilians they have like these. They're like, what would be the equivalent to like if you went into a motel and got a soda out of a soda machine? He said they have these machines hooked up down there and they, whenever they want a, a shot of uh, of this, whatever, they call it looch, you know, they, they, they hit it and they find a human who's in a lot of fear or in a state of uh, panic or something or, you know, some kind of emotion and they feed off of it. They like, he said, they have machines and, and I wouldn't doubt it. I don't know. It's just funny to think about, you know, like, I mean, if it's true, it's scary, you know? It is true. I mean, uh, I, families, you, they break up because of this stuff because uh, they, they cause problems in the families and, uh, and yeah, so and they like to feed off of it. Uh, fear too. That, yeah. I don't fear them. Uh, <laughs> I don't fear them at all, but I mean, you know, I'm sure I get a little nervous sometimes because when they're taking you, because you don't know if you're coming back, you know, and that's that's the scary part because I I, I wouldn't want to live on the other side. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I mean, that makes me it makes me think like I always ask people this question, especially contactees, because like you guys have a better grasp of what's going on on the other side. Like, what do you think happens to us like when we pass? Do you think there's a special realm we go to? Like another dimension like or do you think we join their realm or if you had to speculate what would you do i i, I think uh, if you're in the fourth dimension you would be able to read somebody's thoughts see their aura you would be able to uh see you know all four sides of the house if you're in the fourth dimension and this is stuff you go see spirits as well you both see these natural stargates so we can't see them we get the wall pulled over our eyes but uh because uh, we're in the third dimension but we're hardwired for the fourth dimension but we live in the third but yeah, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's, uh, the uh, what we was talking about is uh, darn it, uh, we was talking about yeah, uh, you were saying you were saying we're hardwired for the fourth dimension, and that makes sense because we're like, um, if we have our pineal gland, we can tap into 
and they say if you use your heart too, like you can manifest things from your heart. And like they say, if you join your your heart and pineal gland, you can really start connecting to higher levels, which makes me think like, um, but do you, but, uh, yeah. So um, I'm kind of just going off the cuff here because we kind of planned uh, we planned this uh, last minute. What about um different types of races? Do do you did you have you ever seen hybrid hybrid aliens like human hybrids or whatever? Yeah, the, the children they they uh they, they don't get them right every time the first time around, but when they do, they they uh they make some fantastic ones. Um, we're pretty much like a commodity to them right now down there. That's why the older ones don't want to have disclosure because they can keep getting away with it. They get away with, and it doesn't cost them anything. But uh, yeah, they'll they'll they'll, they'll crossbreed them because uh, uh, you know it's like having a puppy. You know that that's pretty much how they treat us like uh, humans down there. It's like a, a dog, uh, a third class citizen or whatever. But because, uh, you know, they think we're stupid, we stink and everything else. But the children, they, they'll have like a living doll for their child or a nanny or somebody clean their uh, quarters up or uh, uh, or somebody do dangerous jobs, you know. Um, so they, is that the a human? Is, they have humans doing yeah, those jobs? Those, that's what humans do down there. They're, they're not equal rights as uh, like, you know. They're not equal rights. We're, we're a lower form of life to them. They don't. The reptilians don't like us because I think God made them first, and then He told the reptilian that we was His greatest creation to bow down to us. And the reptilian goes, "I'm made of fire, and Adam's made of mud." He says, "I'm not bowing down to mud," you know. So they hate us ever since, you know. Uh, so yeah, they they try to get God to hate us and everything else, but. Uh, but that makes that makes a good point. But did, did you ever think about that ancient aliens theory about the Anunnaki or whatever? Like, do you think that we could have been genetically modified, or do you think we came straight from God? Yeah, I think there's. Uh, I think uh, there's several different types of humans. I think uh, like Noah and uh, like Enoch and stuff. They there was human, but I think there was like a different kind of human that they had maybe a timeless soul, or they had longer to live. Yeah, uh, maybe a different bloodline. You know, it's like and uh, we was like we came on like maybe second or third place, you know, down the line, but we don't remember what's happened before. We suffer from amnesia, uh, what life was before, but we, it's quite a possibility we reached this already before and then, and then something fell. So, and then we had to start over again. And, uh, I believe that we get, get Graham Hancock always says, he says we're a species exactly. with amnesia. And I yeah. think we've had many lives, you know, I haven't ever been able to access any of my past lives. Like I haven't looked into it either. I'm always working too. If I'm not working, I'm doing a podcast, but you know, like, so I don't, you know, these people, they go and get these like hypnotic regressions done and stuff like that. Like I had a girl come on my show and tell me one time, she said, Oh, you were MK ultra and you were in the secret space program. And I was like, well, that I don't even want to look into that first off. Cause if that's really happening, mm -hmm. like, I would really right. just blow my mind. Like I don't even know how the government would pull something like that off. Like you know, but uh, so I didn't want to look into it. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I gotta work. I can't. I don't. How can I look into this? You know what I mean? That's why I like mm -hmm. having people on my you people like you on my show to let me know what's going on because I just love talking about this stuff. It's it's really interesting to me. You know what I mean? And anytime I can think outside the realm of the normal because the normal is boring. This stuff's interesting, you know? It is. It is interesting. You know, it's like, uh, you know, I always thought it'd be, if I, you know, close encounters of the third kind. I always thought it'd be like that. It's not like that at all. Nothing, no, nothing even close to it. Uh, 
you know, like with the Grays. The Grays are always on the sidelines, you know, they, they, they're not, they're not like, they're, they're always doing something like they're a worker species or something or they're just standbys or something. But, uh, you know, I, and I got a picture of a Gray right in front of my dresser. I got one of those photos. I got photos of all different kinds of entities, uh, all kinds of them. What did you, what did you, what did you, what did, how did you, how did that start? Like, what did you start like recording with? Like, and then what was, what, like for people that are trying to get entities on film, what do you think the best thing to try to capture an entity is? Because it seems like everybody has a problem getting, you know, photographic proof, but you actually yeah. have photographic proof and you've experimented with a lot of different things, right? Yeah, for I've been experimenting for 20 years to try to capture the clearest picture I can because uh, the, the fourth dimensional entities, I'm trying to take pictures of fourth dimensional entities with a three dimensional camera and it, it does not work very well. That's why all these pictures are always blurry that everybody gets, you know, it's like, yeah. Uh, uh, and plus uh, their, their cloaking abilities and everything else is trying to hide them. But I, I learned that if you, I slow down the speed of light, uh, which you know light reflects off you that's the only reason why we see each other because light is bouncing off of us and, and produces an image you slow that down and uh how do you, you slow use, that down I, I i use water with silver in it or i use a, a reflective uh, stainless steel and aluminum uh produces a, a pretty decent image of them as well uh, it's that's just, amazing and uh, yeah, NASA uses the same techniques to uh, photograph distant planets. They use, everything's a reflection. So if their if their photos are, are valid, then mine are valid because I'm using reflection. I have some with no reflection, but those are very far in between. But uh, yeah, yeah they, they are. But that's if you just slow down the speed of light, you can capture them. You know. So and uh, this and, and, yeah, and that's time, sorry. Go ahead. No, the more times you reflect light, the slower you, you're slowing it down. So it's like an infinity mirror is slowing down the speed of light. So that's sort of what, what's going on. And plus stretching it out as well. That's pretty amazing. Like, I, that, that, that's pretty cool. I, I bet you never thought that that would be the, after all this started. Like, at first becoming being a non-believer, not even believing in the paranormal. Then all of a sudden, all this crazy shit starts happening to you. And you're like what the heck is this? And, and now you like, you're, you're in this world of like, you know, because one thing that comes with our field is like, I can tell you're a really intelligent guy. Like you've learned so much from this. Like, you know, like I can tell, like you, you really, uh, just because like, I didn't know that that like we, we with the only way we see each other is light bouncing off us. Like that's a, that, I just, it's, it's just, I can tell that like from knowing this phenomena, you learn a lot. Is that, is that right? Yeah, I've, I've learned a lot. I've been down the road, man, uh, learning everything and learning how they do things. And, uh, and, and uh, they, I mean, they have Android robots, but they make biological robots, basically. Which are the when little I, grays, right? Yeah, the little grays or, or yeah, because I'm not even sure if the grays are a whole species, but they might be. But, uh, but there's a bunch of them, they're workers, and I guess they can live for a long time. But according to uh, a scientist from Lockheed Martin, I got that information from about 237 years or something. They can live or something, but uh I wanted to get your opinion on this real quick. Like people are always saying they connect with Pleiadians, and then you'll hear people say that they're Syrian, like S-I-R-I-S, like Syria aliens from Sirius and aliens from Orion. But we're talking about aliens from a different dimension. Do you think there is that connection though between 
interplanetary, like there are some species, but you know, I, I guess the Pleiades is so far away from us that we would never be able to see their planet because it's so many light years away. But do you think there is interplanetary aliens too, as well as the interdimensionals? Uh, yeah, there's got to be, and uh, and if they advance their technology, uh, they're using portals and, and wormholes and everything else as well. Like, uh, heck, uh, my understanding is we have our own interplanetary uh, starships as well. Um, secret space program, yeah. That's correct, right? And uh, so I guess they're using submarines, and they they convert them over, put a different drive system on them, and. And uh, according to the information I got that we've already been to the center of the galaxy and back already. So that's moving, that's moving really fast. So I don't know how they would do that without hitting an asteroid or a little rock or then go right to the ship. But uh, have to be using a portal or something, it got, got to be. It would all connect, yeah. it's not, so you know, like there's, there's, there's people that say there's interplanetary and interdimensional, but when you add in the factor of wormholes and portals, it all connects. It's it's like space is there for a reason, but there's a way to connect your space through wormholes. I never thought about that. That makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, I mean that's what these guys use it on me. That they've I've been in a craft like maybe twice that I can remember that uh, they've taken me. But every time we've gone through a portal and uh, and uh, when you go first, when you go into the portal, first of all, everything turns pitch black. You can't tell what's up and what's down. You hear noises in there. Uh, we had. Uh, when the first time I went, they had uh, guards, three of them on each side of us, and it was marching us through there and it was rushing us. And uh, I could see up in the distance, there was like another doorway. And we come out there and it was daylight out. And it was like an old airplane hangar field with uh, like these cub cubicle buildings on the side. And they carried us up in there, me and my wife. And uh, there was like a reptilian doctor up in there. You could tell he was reptilian because you could see his eyes, but everything else, he had blue scrubs on and everything. But uh, I don't remember wow. anything. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and it was like an old airplane field, like maybe it was out west or something. I don't know, but it was daylight. But I wanted to then. tell you this, like another guy, Um, he his name is Jerry Willis. Like Linda Moulton, yeah. I was talking to him. Have you ever heard of Jerry Willis? Yeah, Jerry Willis, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he, uh, yeah. He, uh, he, he went through a portal too. And he said similar to you, like it's it, it was like a similar experience that it's all black. And but he said a different thing happened to him. He said what happened was when he got to like he, he said he was he was it was a black for a while, and then like because he was at these gates in like I think it was like Aztec Peru. No, not, the, the I don't know what Maru. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. And he said when he went through these this door, like. He went through a portal and it was all black. And then all of a sudden, some guy started talking to him and he said, where am I? And he said, you're in another universe. And he said, that supposedly, this is the trippy thing he was said to him. He said, this dude told him that our universe was created from another universe that was wondering about how their universe works. So they created our universe. <laughs> right, right. And you know what? That, that's a plausible answer. It really is. <laughs> So, it's uh, it's crazy you know like it, some of this shit trips me out like it's 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 really crazy well anyway i know you just got home from work and stuff i could talk to you all night about this stuff but um i i really appreciate you coming on how can people find you on the internet and stuff like they can find all the stuff you're doing right now i'm on tiktok posting pictures like crazy you know i, I try to get at least one or two of them up there a day I have over 10,000 photos and, and some of them, I, it's just a whole series, but 
and I'm still learning how to put it on TikTok. Okay, and it's like, and uh, and you mentioned YouTube. There's there's a bunch of stuff on YouTube. You know, podcast shows and uh, the Factor Fake that that show's still up on YouTube. Um, and uh, we got one coming out from Outcast Paranormal. Uh, I did one. Don't mention the Reptilians Part Two. Uh, did um, you can look that up on uh, YouTube and then um, uh, Lon Strickler Phantoms and Monsters that he has a lot of my stuff posted there. He's the, the uh, lead investigator, uh, all the way from the beginning, you know. So, because nobody would touch this at first, uh, they would, yeah. And he, he, he showed Lon showed uh, he showed he's like stuck with your case for a while. You know, once so over here, what's interesting, I, I got Lon coming on my show in November. He said this, and anybody that doesn't follow along, they should go follow his channel at Lon Strickler Beyond Explanation on YouTube. He was on um, Bill Bean's show the other night, and he was saying that a couple people in his group, you know, he has that um, research group. He said uh, uh, he was working with a girl who contacted these ultra terrestrials, and he's doing more research on that. And um, he, he said a couple people on his team, like, I think his name was Emmanuel. Emmanuel uh, talked to one of them. He had actual contact with one of these ultra terrestrials. And um, so he's working on that right now, which I'm pretty excited for too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he, he talked, called up one of my friends, one of the investigators and uh, producers came up to my house uh, without cast paranormal, Olivia. Uh, she came out and uh, she experienced right off the bat. It was all over her. So um, really? Yeah, he called her up and, and was telling her, you know, talking to her about the, the ultra terrestrials too. And uh, that's so, amazing. Uh, that's cool yeah. that people are starting to connect with this stuff. That's what we need people to do. We need everybody, you know, there, sometimes there's a lot of separation in the, in the community. And I, I don't, I don't want to get into that because like, I, I just, I'm, I'm cool with everybody. I'm happy that people come on my show. I'm nice to everybody, you know, because I think everybody should be learning and researching together. We should all learn from each other. And like people have important stuff to share. I'm sure that Olivia from Outcast Paranormal, I'm sure she has an amazing show. So everybody on here, go check out her stuff. You know, like what all has she done with you? Like uh, she has made a bunch of documentaries uh, with me, miniature ones. And she uh, did a write up on me, a, a storybook of her experiences here. Um, she uh, she does she does all kinds of, of really uh, cool videos that she does for herself too. That's and, cool. Uh, but, but yeah, she's experienced Bigfoot herself, uh, and she's uh, she really helps people out too. She'll she'll do write ups and, and post stuff to help them out. You know, people that are missing and stuff. She does a really good job with that. And uh, so and, and then being, and on Outcast Paranormal, they got uh, a first uh, abduction caught on tape that I sent them and they put a video together on it so you can get that outcast paranormal they put out a bunch of tapes too when it was here at my house wow that's amazing that, that's, I'm gonna check them out when we get off here I'm gonna go on TikTok they're on TikTok right yes yes it's outcast paranormal or uh, chronicles of Olivia okay I'll check that out now I'll check out your page I'm, I'm, I'm new to TikTok I was I just I learned YouTube and that, that was what was hard for me because like people put their podcasts on all these other platforms. Like I said, I'm working all the time. So like I just started building a following on YouTube and now I got to expand now to TikTok. I want to learn that now. So that, that's something new I learned, you know, yeah, but, um, yeah, so, um, dude, well, thanks David. I, I really, it was really nice getting to meet you and uh, thank you for doing this. 
Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. All right. Well, have a good night, man. You too. Thank you.